Hello, my name is Jeff Ball, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be. Will I become who I want to be? It's going to be a fun ride. So mount up and come go with me. All right. I get to start this one with a fun little story. It's one of my favorite stories to tell about my girls. Um, and, and that's what makes it my favorite story, right? It's got my daughters in it. I love my girls to no end. And they're far away right now. And I miss them dearly. But I, I remember this story. Uh, it's probably been 20 years ago because my older daughter now is 25. And I I remember this story. We're we're probably driving to kindergarten, maybe first grade, because my younger daughter is not in school yet, or at least not in school full time. And we're going in the morning. And I was working overnights at that point in time. So I'm sure I was tired and I threw the radio on. I do remember we had just we were kind of moving our butts and, and dancing in the car to a song. We've been singing a song together. And so we're just all in a great mood. And I, I just remember it was a fun time for me, right? Like I miss those times. I, I miss those times with my little girls. So girls, if you're listening, I think about you all the time. I'm thinking about you today. Um, I, I miss my girls. Anyway, so... Uh, we finished singing the song and we're having a good time. And, and, you know, I'm just driving along and I'm not paying attention. I'm sure there was a commercial that came on and my younger daughter goes, daddy, that's not fact. Is it? That's somebody's opinion. Or she said it differently. I think she said, that's just their opinion. Is that right? Daddy? How do they know that's true? And, and I remember at the time I was teaching college classes on critical thinking and I loved that class. By the way, it's it's such a fun class to teach. There was nothing that was really left off the table. There was it was kind of a no holds barred. A lot of a lot of uh, current events came up in the class. A lot of you know value judgment. Why do you think the way you think, right? And it's such a fun class to teach. And and I'm sure that I had been going over some of the curriculum uh, while I was at home with her and. You know, you, you never know what she's going to pick up. She's three and a half, four years old, something like that. And I didn't know what stuck and what didn't stick. And here it was. Here was the greatest example of some of this stuff was sticking. And I obviously don't remember what the commercial was, but it, it was something about this thing or the other thing was the best in the world. And I'm like, Okay, you know, and you hear it and you don't even think about it, right? But she was thinking about it. And 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 she said, Daddy, that's, you know, that how do they know it's the best? It may be the best for them, but maybe it's not the best for me. And 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 I'm just flabbergasted at this point in time because like my four-year-old's understanding subjective, right? She's she's understanding that different words have different meanings for each other for, for different people. And maybe she doesn't understand it on that level, but but she intrinsically is thinking critically. She she has a mind for this at that age, which I was having trouble believing. Right. I didn't think about it at that point in time that 
that she would develop these skills at such a young age. And I was just shocked and amazed. And, and we, we talked about it. I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. You know, that's not a fact. That's opinion. And, you know, we, we kind of went into that for a little bit. And I, I, I think it's amazing that we don't give enough credit to our, our youngsters. And during this time, I was, and, and I, I know I've given this example, during this time, I I've, was teaching fifth grade and I was teaching the college classes at the same time. And I, I got to believe that's a little bit of a unique situation. I don't believe there's a lot of fifth grade teachers teaching college classes and vice versa, and especially at the same time. And uh, I didn't do it for very long, but I, I did, you know, this was during the, the Virginia Tech massacre. And, and one of my students, I, I know I've given the example, one of my students asked me, you know, are guns good or bad? I saw a teachable moment. And here I am with these fifth grade students, 10 or 11 years old. And, you know, we go through our guns, good or bad. Right. And, and at the end of the discussion, they understood. They understood that a gun is neither good nor bad and that it's just a tool and how you use it determines its value, its worth. Right. And they thought through that and, and they went through the, some critical thinking steps. And they said, well, wait a minute, the gun doesn't do anything on its own. It, it, it has to have some outside force operate on it. And, and so they were able to go through some steps and think about these things in a critical way and question some things and not just take everything at face value. Um, you know, we, we can't do that in our world, right? The marketers would just kill us. A great example of this is, is, uh, you know, the, the movie Elf, right? Where he goes in and there's a sign that says the world's best coffee. And he's like, oh my gosh, it's the world's best cup of coffee. You know, and everybody looks at him like he's a freaking idiot, right? We, we understand intrinsically that, yeah, it may not be the world's best cup of coffee. But without any critical thinking filter, he just takes everything at face value. and when we do that and, and we've become a society that's that's more like elf now than my my four-year-old daughter or even my my 10-year-old kids that are, are going through some thinking steps and thinking through these things critically we become a society that just says oh well they said this we don't even know who they is at this point but they said this so it must be true um and you know pick anything pick anything you want right Monkeypox is going to kill us all. COVID's going to kill us all. Bird flu is going to kill us all. SARS is going to kill us all. Ebola is going to kill us all. Um, yeah, just pick any one of those. Um, so when we realize and wake up to the fact that the only determiner of the value, the only determiner of those critical thinking steps is our own value then we we wake up and we realize that we get to kind of control our own destiny. And once again, that makes us dangerous. And that's why I truly believe, to go back to the gun example, that our educational system is designed to suck that out of us, that critical thinking skills that we desperately need, that we think that we send our kids to go to school and they're going to learn these things 
and they're going to they're going to come out smarter where in fact they come out knowing some some facts right you know in 1792 Columbus sailed the ocean blue whatever so i know that he started his voyage and i can queen isabella launched the who cares none of that matters if i can't take these these thoughts and I, the other day i was I, I there was a meme on on facebook that i, I just I, I found very funny right and and it, it it talks about um the tomato right and this is maybe you've seen it and one of the things that we're teaching at school we're teaching knowledge right so knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Okay, so now you know the tomato is a fruit. I didn't know if, if you didn't know that it, it is classified as a fruit. Wisdom and, and where you use your critical thinking skills, wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. You know, because if you've got grapes and, and uh, you know, grapes and pineapple and, and banana and strawberry and the tomato just doesn't fit quite in there. Um, and, and then, you know, the, the meme went on to say philosophy is wondering if a Bloody Mary counts as a smoothie. Um, right. So, um, you know, that was funny. But to understand, you know, we're, we're learning a lot of knowledge and we have so much information thrown at us that it becomes overwhelming and we lose those critical thinking skills. And I think that's part of it. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book, um, and it's, it, it was actually just a section of a book, and it was a good book. I liked his writing. Um, very, very liberal guy, by the way. So, you know, I, I know I'm, I'm thrust the, the conservative kind of guy moniker on me, but um, the very liberal guy. I love his writing. And he, he wrote a book, and he was talking about how, like, mammograms are give us so much information now. The technology is so good that we haven't really kind of caught up to all the information that it's giving us. And I, I look at the internet and there's so much information out there. We're inundated with so much in information that it overwhelms our critical thinking skills, right? Um, what was it, uh, the, the ice cream maker, 31 flavors. They've determined that 31 flavors is actually too many for a lot of people. Uh, you know, if you give them three or four flavors, they can make a choice and they're happy with their choice. If you give them 31 flavors, and, and nothing against Baskin Robbins, I love their I love their ice cream. In the past, I've loved it a little too much, a little too often. Um, so, but if you if you understand that for a lot of people, that's just too overwhelming. There's too much. There's too much to make a good choice, and and so they'll make a choice, and they'll be unhappy with that choice because they'll be like, oh, I got you know, caramel praline or whatever. I should have got, ah, I should have got pistachio almond or, you know, I should have got the, uh, you know, I, I got the chocolate, mint chocolate chip and I should have got the, the cookie dough or, or whatever, whatever it is. There's too many choices. There's too much. There's too much information. We have trouble filtering it all down. And especially because we're not taught some basic skills in school that teach us our values. Right. We, we've lost the values. We now say, you know, everything's subjective. There are no values. And I, I tell you, it's a dangerous road to go down, because if you don't know what you value, you can't think about something critically. I Today, I was uh, 
listening to a podcast and, and on the way to work, and then it was over. And, and at the last five minutes of my my trip, I had the radio on, and so there was a commercial that came on the radio, and I don't know which cell phone company it was for or whatever, but it was for a cell phone company, and they're they're touting that you know we give you two hundred and some dollars worth of value every single month, and you know how could you not buy this program because we offer you so much value, and they start to run through what they what they're offering, and I, I realized I didn't value anything of what they were offering. Like one of them was uh, a subscription service to uh, uh, a movie service. I think it was I, I don't know it was Netflix or Hulu or one of the, one of the big ones, right? Like, and so that was that was cool, right? But I, I don't need that. I I don't even want to watch that, right? Like I have that already. Um, so why would I want to pay for it twice? Why you're, so you're, you're giving me something that you're telling me is valuable. And if I don't know my values, it's not enough to think critically about it because I don't know if I value this or not. So it's impossible without knowing my values to think critically on whether this means something to me or not. And we we certainly don't teach these skills in school anymore. And that's where I learned, you know, back when I was teaching fifth grade and we were having this gun discussion. By the time these kids were in college, they believed that it was an inanimate object that held evil or good. And, you know, we could, you know, I taught this in the, in the critical thinking class and, and we kind of started to go down the rabbit hole because there's you can go down really, really deep here, right? So define good and bad, right? What's good to you is, you know, it, it goes back to the old thing, you know, one man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist, right? So it, depending on the label or your perspective or your view, you know, what's good or bad? So I, I don't want to go too deep into this, right? Like I'm trying to keep this to like 20 minutes or so, so you can listen to it on the way to work or back from work or whatever and, and keep them short. But the fact is, you can go and dive deep on any word. But I think we can all agree that we've lost kind of this ability because we're overwhelmed with information. And so we tend to take people's word for it, right? Because we're so overwhelmed and the powers that be know this. The, the people, the marketers know this, that the, the marketing companies know this. We're going to overwhelm you with so much information that you may or may not make a good decision. And it may or may not be a good decision for you, but ultimately it's going to be a good decision for them. And we've gotten so much information that we've kind of lost the ability to do this. And that's kind of a dangerous game in itself, because if you can't think critically, if you can't make good decisions, especially if you can't make good decisions on the fly and do it quickly, I would suggest you're not nearly as dangerous as you should be and as you could be and as you probably want to be. So knowing your values is the first step. If you don't know your values, get to know them. Think about it. What matters to you, right? Like to me, the the TV streaming service did not matter to me. It was not of value to me. Um, 
and, and other stuff. They had certain apps or whatever. It, it didn't matter to me. It was not of value to me. These were not things that I valued because I know my values. So once I know my values, now I can think critically, well, is this a good deal for me or not? Well, it's no better than the next company at this point, right? Because they're not offering me the value. You know, the interesting thing was just a couple of days ago, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. And we were talking about Amazon, you know, the free shipping is the free shipping worth it. Well, you know, once again, we kind of looked at each other and she was like, okay, it's not free shipping. I get that. It's not free because I pay a membership fee. I pay 120 bucks. Like we looked it up. It was 120 bucks that we pay for shipping. Well, that's 10 bucks a month. Um, and there's prime streaming and all this. And look, I'm not going to sell you prime. You have to determine what it is that they offer that's valuable to you. If the streaming service is valuable to you, then maybe that makes good sense. It's not to me. So, now I got to determine, I got to think about it, is 10 bucks a month, because that's basically 120 bucks a year, is 10 bucks a month worth it for me to get free shipping? Well, if I don't order in a month, then I've paid $10 for nothing. Or I order twice the next month and I paid $10 per shipment, whatever. You understand how this works, I hope. I hope that you have enough critical thinking skills to figure this out. So now you can make a judgment call, right? And it is a judgment call. Is it worth it to you? Do you love Amazon? Are you going to order through Amazon? If it's worth it to you, then it's worth it to you. Does it save you some hassle? Is it convenient? You pay for convenience. We know this. So if it is convenient and if it is worth it to you, then by all means, buy it. If it's not, and this is where Amazon makes money, right? They gamble on the fact that more people will pay in every month and not use it. It's like the gym membership, right? I, I, I'm touting and I'm, I'm getting ready to go to the gym today. I'm, I'm, I tout going to the gym. I, I love going to the gym. But how many people, and I've done it my, myself in the past, right? Like, so I'm not blaming you. I'm not saying you're doing it. How, I've had gym memberships for years before. I had, I had this one gym membership. I think I probably had it for a couple of years and maybe went like three times. And I'm paying every month and I'm going, well, you know, if I cancel the membership, then I definitely won't go to the gym. But if I keep the membership, then I'll go. And I never went, right? So companies are in business to make money and they and they gamble, they bet that enough people are going to continue to pay in because they're not going to think critically and go, you know what? I'd just rather pay every time I go, you know, five bucks every time I go. I would have saved so much money if I had just paid five bucks every time or 10 bucks every time I went to the gym, I would have still saved a lot more money than the 20 bucks or $25 a month that I was paying because I used it so seldom. So what I'm suggesting to you is to take a moment today, think about what it is that you value. And and if it's financial, you know, where, where do you want to spend your money? Uh, I've been doing a lot with attention. Where do I want to place my attention? And I've determined where it is that I want to place my attention. I've determined how I spend that, how I pay attention. Now, that's going to adjust from time to time. I'm, I'm continually kind of making some movements and, and figuring out, and my values shift and change from time to time. 
And I can expect that. So it's not something you get to visit once and never revisit. So what I'm, so what I'm suggesting to you today, figure out what it is that you value. Figure out what it, you value. And then you can think about all of these things critically. And we're going to talk more about this because I didn't even get into liberty and tyranny and how I value liberty. And if you have questions about that, go back and listen to the podcast on the Constitution. It's kind of spelled out for you there. But the fact of the matter is, we're going to revisit this subject some more. In the meantime, what I would suggest you do, if you want to be dangerous, is figure out what it is that you value. Figure out where you want to spend your attention. Figure out where you want to spend your money, your time, your attention. When you figure out what that means to you and the value that you have there, then you can think about things critically when when a situation comes up. Stay dangerous.